1: we're back at it again. It's a Wednesday, Mocha 2.0 time. If you're watching, you see a stain on Sat's shirt. He's really peculiar about it. He's bewildered how it happened, and on a black shirt, now he has to probably change. Thank God we got a Joe Gacy promo to get into. He can <laughs> put his robe over it. Yeah, A <laughs> robe as well. I'm not. (laughs) I'm not with it. Dios míos. i know man you have you have a full beard you should have got the memo from last night's show to shave your beard because that's how and you should have got a contact in your right eye but we will get into that it is mocha 2.0 time all the wrestle talk podcast youtube channel this is for the patreon backers the member birds as well as the podcast listeners you get this little peace of mind from the mocha 2.0 boy set how are you doing on this wednesday clearly my daughter slobbered all
2: over my t-shirts for those of you listening on the via podcast yes it is not that bad i could got away with it could have been part of the jam it could be part of the t-shirt i'm wearing in curtis or joy division i'm a joy division fan but yeah i'm good how are you brother how are you if i waffle on
1: I am all good in the hood. Uh, I got to spend a day with my kids, watch my kids as the missus got a, a date out, getting stuff arranged for, for my excursion about to be over as I'm, I'm gonna be leaving finally the UK <laughs> in August. The, the, the longer than expected excursion is almost over, ladies and gentlemen. I'm also making plans to uh, go out to Chicago in September for uh, for for all out weekend, so I'm gonna make plans for that. Uh, then 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 right back in New York, AEW is gonna be there for Grand Slam. I, I missed last year because my kids weren't feeling well. Hope fingers crossed that doesn't happen again. I get to go to Grand Slam, so I got a lot of AEW to uh, consume in the in the next month. But uh, yeah. It's been it's been a good it's been a good day though. even though my kids get on my nerves sometime and my daughter wants to leave the room every five minutes, it's it is what it is. I love spending time with them.
2: Question Do your children have English accents now? Daddy like, Daddy, can I have a cup of tea?
1: <laughs> my daughter, my son, my son is, is very quiet most of the time, but he still has that New York, New York accent to his uh, baby, baby Darab uh, or whatever he says. <laughs> he still has the New York accent. My daughter is the one that, that has adapted to the UK speak.
2: There you go. Do you feel like uh, eventually, probably, I don't know, uh, 19 years time or 18, 17 years time, wherever your daughter may want to go to university in the UK based on her experience thus far. I
1: doubt, I don't remember much when I was one and two years old and I doubt my daughter will. So, hey, you 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 never know. But what we got to talk about we didn't get too much chase university on this show but we did get a a, a bit but we got to talk about the grizzled young veterans looking much younger looking like the sons of kane uh let's talk about it on this edition of the mocha 2.0 wrestle talk podcast reviewing nxc 2.0 We are here to talk about the official reveals of the dyad, because my man Joe Gacy has officially put his touch on some certain individuals, but that's not the only thing he was doing on this episode of NXT 2.0. We want to hear from you. What do you think about the new revelation of the dyad, the Joe Gacy's... Uh, schism uh, being revealed, RussellTalk.com forward slash support. Send us those mocha chats. Let us know what you think about the new version of Zach Gibson and James Drake. What do you think about the schism in general? And what do you think about Joe Gacy's next uh, target to be joining the schism, which we're going to talk about first, because his first target was in the opening matchup on this episode of NXT 2.0. So we're going to give you everything you need to know about Joe Gacy and the schism first. At the bat. So our opening matchup was Cameron Grimes versus JD McDonough. Uh, this was this was set up last week during the promo with uh, Cameron Grimes still recovering from his NXT Championship loss at Great American Bash against JD McDonough. Grimes uh, gets early control until McDonough cuts him off. He hits a slingshot splash uh, by JD which is really impressive and then midway through the match a uh, Mr. Joe Gacy has arrived at the birds' next position. Uh McDonough focuses on Grimes' knee left knee throughout this matchup. This became his target. Uh Cameron starts to make his comeback. He hits his nice little tilt-world. Uh Urinagi Grimes hits an integuri and then follows up with a series of slaps. I felt like I was watching a slap fight. Uh he follows with a huge super kick. McDonough holds onto his leg and then hits his massive headbutt. But Grimes responds with a knee strike to the to the uh, face, which uh, gets us a double down. Grimes is on the apron and J.D. cuts him off with a with uh, Grimes's uh, knee uh, ending up in the ropes. So he's caught in the ropes. J.D. McDonough stomps at the knee and then he follows with the Devlin side inside the ring for the win really good opener with McDonough getting a huge win in his NXT 2.0 in-ring re-debut, and then post-match we see our boy Joe Gacy. He is disappointed at at, uh, Cameron Grimes, and we would get to that later because it's that time. you getting it early this week! People have been disappointed because they didn't get it, but they didn't get it two weeks ago. They got a short version last week, but they're getting the early five minutes in. Love is blind. The grass is greener on the other side. Is S.P. Gacy time. We go to Joe Gacy with the dyad, and he says, For the last ten weeks, you have sat under my tree. That's my name, Seth. You have surrendered yourself to my teaching, Sat. Tore down your egos and rebuilt yourselves as pillars of inclusion and acceptance. Under my guidance, Sat, you will be who you were always meant to be. It is time for you to emerge before you do understand. There is no going back. Do you accept this fate, Sat? Now the final step of the purification will commence. At this point, the dyad take off their hoods and we see James Drake, Zach Gibson, Sat E Swagger, as we remember them first Gacy drops Drake back into the water and he comes up with his beard gone as well as a contact in his left eye. And then he does the same to Zach Gibson who comes up with no beard and a contact in his right eye as if he was the son of Cain. And then Gacy says, you are Jagger Reed to James Drake. You are Rip Fowler to Zack Gibson. Your past will stay where it belongs, behind you. The dyad removed their robes. Reed says, Two souls who needed strength and guidance have found redemption. Fowler says, Now we can feel we can join joy in finally being recognized. And then Gacy finally finished this off by saying, you too are the first, but will not be the last to be unshackled. Many more will join. There is plenty of shade under the schism's tree. And to you, Rip Fowler and Jagger Reed, Welcome home. But that is not all. That is not all that that Joe Gacy had to say on this show. Later on in the night, we uh, go backstage and we see Cameron Grimes is trying to leave the building. The cameraman approaches him and asks him about his loss earlier tonight. Grimes says, not now but the cameraman insists on axing him again. Grimes says, when he lost the NXT North American title, he said, not now. When he lost the NXT title match, he said, not now. When he lost, he just lost to JD McDonough. He said, not now. What part of not now? Don't you, don't they understand? (laughs) (laughs) He says, just let me go home. And Joe Gacy approaches. He says, Cameron, I understand how you're feeling. I know exactly what you're going through. And Cameron Grimes repeats himself. He says, Not now. And that has been this edition of SB Casey. Love is blind. The grass is greener on the other side. Sat a lot to to unwrap there so you had the the joe gacy trying to recruit cameron grimes story but the main part of this was of course the dyad finally being revealed we've talked about it for about like two months now that is it, it pretty it was pretty obvious who the dyad were the grizzled young veterans uh, what did you think about the new look for jagger reed and rip fowler and what do you think about those names and those contacts so jagged edge
2: and r.i.p fowler that's why i call both of them so r.i.p fowler jagged edge hey it's a name listen everyone's getting new names that was the previous names everyone's getting new names man no one's exempt so to be upset now at july the 20th 2022 you just love being upset so up to you to be upset so, the schism I did research what schism means is not the thing that Joe Gacy thinks it is, it's basically difference of opinion in terms of religion to so get split into different whatever. So, is that what his schism is? I don't know. So, what they look like to me is free, creepy salesmen wear their short sleeve shirts and they pitch. So, you know, you salesmen, you know what they do when they're trying to sell you a house or try to sell you a mortgage, try to sell you a car. They're trying to be creepy as Swami. but Joe Gacy's swaminess is creepiness. So they're like creepy salesmen. So they went from being grizzled young veterans to being creepy salesmen or creepy young salesmen. Oh no, my God! R.I.P. Fowler. He went from looking too old, well, older than his actual age, now then younger than his actual age. Poor guy. When he shaved, he had a shaving rash. You can tell he's got soft skin. Now he has to do it for his job and get pimple faced. But these guys are ultra talented. At one point, there used to be this thing on Twitter, back when uh, FTR were in uh, WWE, they were saying that grizzled grizzled young veterans are what FTR think they are. They are a modern day tag team that's kind of like a throwback to the old school, but they don't wear their uh, influences uh, like a cosplay. So these guys are ultra talented in the ring. For some weird reason, never won the tag titles in NXT 2.0. Do they need a fresh coat of paint? Maybe not, but if this leads them to winning the tag titles from the Creed brothers, who are we to cry? If you're a fan of these guys, you take a push as uh, you know wherever it comes. So that is my uh, response to your question. Concise. Throwing it back to you, sir.
1: Ooh. Very, very well said. Um, I, I, I don't know how to feel about it because <laughs> I was no. expecting the name change. I was expecting Lavender Tea like, Tree. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was hoping for that. But I was expecting the name change, which was pretty obvious from the get go once we realized that they were the identities behind the dyad, that they were going to get brand new names. And it was no reports. We figured it out. No reports. <laughs> It, we knew it wasn't going to be Dyad 1 and Dyad 2 anymore. <laughs> but I was not expecting the the, the 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 shave. The shave, and I wasn't expecting the contacts. Because I was just like, what is going on? Why do they look like this? Like and James Drake was one thing with his contact. But, man, that contact on, on uh, Zach Gibson looked like he was cockeyed. He looked he, he definitely looked like he was Kane. He was like. Forrest Whitaker all over the screen.
2: Uh yeah, but he looked like Christopher Daniels, man. He looked like whatever happened to Daniels happened to him, that extreme case of pink eye or should we create black eye Tiss that they have. Um what did you think a cleansing was? I, I assumed that they were gonna shave something. Because look at Harlan. Harlan was for me the true. prototype of what the follower looks like. They look like they've been
1: caned. But to be fair, with, with Harlan, he didn't he didn't have he didn't really have facial hair. They just shaved his head. And you know, they have they have James Drake with the long hair with no beard. It was just like, is this really a cleansing? That's not the most hair he has. That's Ezekiel's he has long, cousins. Be- he has long, beautiful locks.
2: Um That's Ezekiel's cousins from Liverpool.
1: <laughs> they're Liverpool cousins. They are yeah. not grizzled anymore. They are they look like young veterans for sure. Soft boys. Couple of soft boys. <laughs> the schism, the schism, young veterans. So, um. <laughs> what do you think about the whole joe gacy versus cameron grimes i gotta give it up to our chat our chat was saying that for a while with the whole cameron grimes when we thought the cameron grimes sorry was leading to a heel turn a lot of people in our chat kind of said that they thought that it would lead him down the path to feud with joe gacy and you guys were on the path that's why we love the interactive nature of the wrestle talk podcast mocha 2.0 edition because you guys are on the money we we knew that the that the Grizzle young veterans were behind the identities of the dyad, but you guys called, uh, you guys and gals called Cameron Grimes eventually being somewhat involved in the Joe Gacy story. So, do you think that this is e- this is going to lead to a feud between the two, or do you think that we will actually get Cameron Grimes joining the schism? Maybe like a stipulation, maybe a John Cena versus Wade Barrett. You know, Joy is the nexus type situation Ugh. with Cameron Grimes. If he loses against Joe Gacy, he has to join the schism. You know
2: what? At least Cameron Grimes on his CV says, I've been someone's butler before. So he's not, so he's used to being submissive. Um, this could be a retreat of a Daniel Bryan and Bray White storyline, also it could yeah. be that he's like yeah sure I'll join you I'll join you guys and then when he joins them he just he just basically lulls them in a the false sense of security and it's screwing when it's the tag title opportunity or something like that or Gacy has a title opportunity for the North American title or something because the title that he misses you know what I'm saying it has to like make sense I can see them going that route but um, Cameron Grimes has become a compelling character somewhat because they are devoting time to him we've seen his ebbs and flows now he stopped talking and now he stopped being a bit of a sad sack. He's still feeling sorry for himself, but it's more frustration than, well, I feel sad for myself. Oh, I don't know if I got confidence. He got confidence. He's mad that his confidence is not leading him anywhere. So, in terms of him feuding, I'm actually excited about this because Cameron Graham's not this bronze breaker. Graham's got the chops to pull off the spooky crap. <laughs> Even if it's stupid, he's stupid, the way he talks and delivers things, memes are plenty. Memes are. Uh, Plenty.
1: Yes, I'm looking forward to this. I mean, Cameron Grimes has been probably... Been the must the must watch performer on the NXT 2.0 brand because you know Carmelo Hayes he gives this to us every week as far as in the ring but as far as story development there hasn't been much for him with Cameron Grimes there has been a lot of development whether it was before standing deliver and him going on a short losing streak and disappointing his father then winning the North American Championship and starting to get some of that confidence back. Then immediately losing it at in your house and feeling de- not not feeling down on himself like he was before he didn't deliver immediately turning his focus to the nxt championship showing a little bit more aggression where we think it's going to lead to a heel turn but he's still kind of on that borderline and then he loses that matchup and you know he's disappointed still but you could see you felt the growing frustration inside of him last week and then the loss here to jd mcdonough has brought that frustration out a little bit more with the backstage segment that we saw in this show but will it lead to him joining the Joe uh, Joe Gacy's schism that's the remaining question so i like all the different I, developments you, and story brother. progression for cameron grimes character over the last couple of months
2: i got a question for you cuz i i realize you always ask me questions sometimes i never throw it back to you cuz you usually answer my questions but i got a question do you want to see cameron grimes join Joe Gacy's schism, you want to see that storyline? I want
1: to see it just for the Joe Gacy promos, ladies and gentlemen. I'm always here. You know how disappointed I was for the Great American Bash? The Great American Bash got a a solid thumbs in the middle, 100% for us not getting a Joe Gacy promo. If we would have got a Joe Gacy promo with the two good matches we got on that show, it would have been a thumbs up easy for me, but we didn't get that. Not only did we get a Joe Gacy promo on this show, we got a Tiffany Strat promo of this show. This show is already getting a thumbs up as far as I'm concerned after last week's firm thumbs down for that Cora Jade heel turn. but let's get into this episode of nxc 2.0 we talked about the opener before the opener though sat, we got a well-produced recap of the roxanne perez and cora jade friendship and breakup last week and honestly this is just a testament to how good WWE's production team is. How right. awful that 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 whole angle was last week. They always know how to make it look good and make it look like it was a well drawn out story, even though they gave us two months two months of storylines in a two hour show last week. They did a, a great job at covering everything. Uh, after the opener, we got two promos leading into the battle royal later in the night. I'll get to that, but I think the opening. Re- recap blends nicely into the main segment that we got in front of the NXT uh, universe uh, out in the CWC arena. Cora Jade comes down to the ring with the nxt Women's tag team title cora says the first thing the first thing she has to say is that the people should what the people should do is shut the hell up if they want to hear what she has to say she says last week she stabbed her best friend in the back and she should have done it sooner check that one off on the heel turn uh bingo that wwe always loves to hit then we got a you people promo basically Another check yeah. on the WWE <laughs> bingo for heel turns. Uh, she says for the f- past year, Cora, Cora, uh, everyone has said that she is the breakout star. All the posters remember War Games when she jumped off the cage. All they could could say was Jade is so young; she's gonna be a star. And then Cora says that she wanted to do it with her best friend by her side, and she got Roxanne through the door in NXT 2.0, and almost immediately the fans viewed uh, Perez as the new breakout star she is going to be the, the next NXT Women's Champion. And she said, after so many attempts, Cora finally found the right partner and wins the NXT Women's Tag Team titles. And not even 30 minutes later, Roxanne decides she wants to cash in her contract and beat Mandy for the NXT Women's Championship. Cora wanted to make the NXT Women's Tag Team titles the most important, and Roxanne was already over, with, over it. Uh, Uh, When Roxanne did that, she knew their friendship was a lie and that Roxanne had been using her to get her foot in the door of NXT 2.0. So Jade calls Roxanne a selfish biscuit. You know what I mean? Uh, Perez was in her own delusional world last week, and and that was uh, she didn't even see the who attacked her and of course, obviously, it was Cora. Uh, it was the perfect plan because Mandy wasn't expecting her last week, so she could have replaced Roxanne and beat her for the NXT Women's Championship, but Roxanne ruined her moment. So that's what made it better to betray her last week. Cora says there's not a woman in the locker room that will stop her from, from winning the Battle Royal tonight. Cora says the NXT Tag Team title doesn't mean anything anything to her anymore, so she takes the mic outside the ring in front of the announced table where there's a trash can. I don't think there's ever a trash, can, a trash there. can.
2: there always a trash can.
1: I was like, I don't think
2: there's a ever finish? a trash
0: can.
1: Vic,
2: but, but apparently... Vic, it- Vic Joseph eating so much. It was a full trash can. It wasn't like a stuck trash can where there's nothing in it, just the title. Someone was stuffing their food. Who is it? man for Irvin. Who's eating? <laughs> Wade, is that you? <laughs>
1: she says this marks the true generation of Jade because like she's wired a little bit differently. And then she pulls uh a lundra blaze aka medusa and she tosses the title into the trash what did you think about the promo what did you think about her throwing the nxt woman's title in the trash
2: based on her promo this has been a great six month storyline this may has been incredible wait it hasn't been six months see that's that's the issue the promo the reasoning yet deluded it's like an own heart style promo I and mean, Triple H or Shawn Michaels or whatever. You, you get it. Her feelings were hurt, but what would have made it better? Them being actually tag team champions for a while. Roxanne loses the title. Oh yeah, I've got this breakout, instead of going for a rematch, <laughs> then go for the title. You know, that would have been great. It's like, you know, oh yeah, cool. All right, you wanna go for the, you're ready for the breakout. All right, we just lost the belt, but all right. Yeah, I'll support you. Then take her out. Cause sometimes we like hill turns when you can kind of side with the baby, for, uh, with the hill as well. When there's like a reason you're like, yeah, you know what, the hill. you're right. In real life, we wouldn't do that to our friends. We'll talk to them, go to therapy or whatever, but yeah. You should attack her. But the issue I have with the storyline is, <laughs> it's too quick. They burnt through the storyline, because what's next? Because this storyline can end by SummerSlam and you're like, well, that's it. They could have drawn it out. It could have happened for the next year, WrestleMania. This is a great storyline on paper. I would have enjoyed it. Everything she's saying and, and the video package as well. I'm like, this is great. Six months, wait. That was a single night, like SP3 said. That was a single night or two weeks because of Great American Bash. Oh, a week, actually. Ah, so yeah. Um, Cora Jade, she's always had a little drip of sarcasm in her. So she's leaning more into that. I like that her title has got a broken skateboard. That's a little nuance I, I like a little thing that they've added in there. She's got that swagger, like like everybody knows, she's a huge fan of AJ Lee and CM Punk. So she's channeling her inner cocky swagger edge. I think she'll do well. It's just a shame like this storyline, it's already a snake bit from the beginning because people won't even uh, think about her performance because even in the battle row later, she did well in in that as well in terms of being a heel. But in terms of this storyline, great storyline. Why we have to rush it? I mean who who's who, who have to leave at the end of their contract this month? I mean come on gosh Uh,
1: yeah it's just like so it's so mind-boggling because her delivery was great but I couldn't buy into the actual dialogue here because I was just like yeah the fans kind of picked you to be the breakout star but then you lost at stand and deliver Uh, You lost every time you got an opportunity at the NXT Women's Tag Team Titles or NXT Women's Championship. And then Roxanne won an actual tournament that made her the next breakout star and earned her the contract. And we could have spaced this out. The only point that she made was the, oh yeah, Roxanne literally 30 minutes later just decides to cash in her contract. Yeah, that does make Roxanne look a little bit greedy and selfish. So that was one inkling of truth and one inkling of a point where you, like you said, you can agree with wh- where the hill is coming from in that instance, but that doesn't make up for the other five minutes of this promo that was complete and utter garbage because oh of how how they delivered this story. This is a good. This is a good three month to four month story that they have done in eight weeks. Uh, mm-hmm. Eight weeks of them being friends, and then eventually winning the tag team titles, and then the breakup happens immediately after. It's just no space out. This is microwave booking, like we said last week. I'm not as angry about it as I was last week after watching it, but I did like some things about that like I said Cora Jane like you said uh, has great delivery for being a heel and she felt more comfortable uh, doing a heel promo than she ever did cutting a face promo and I also very much love the the broken skateboard in the in the uh, the tight intron for her that was a nice little touch as well and we'll get into how she performed in the 20 woman battle royal but let we want to hear from you what do you think about week two of the Cora Jade heel character so Jade Dad, guys we're in the generation of jade she saved she the show said that before when she was a baby face that i think when she was uh like challenging for the nxt women's Championship, it's even
2: more now guys thanks to the generation of jade we had great ratings last week the best rating we've had in a while <laughs> is it a tempest effect because you were tempest was coming back so you all came back
1: but yes <laughs> i think i think it's the effect of uh them realizing <laughs> It, they, they want us to be angry about stuff. And I was very angry about the quarantine. We no, like when we're upset about it.
2: Wait a second. You're telling me us being positive is not it? A fresh spin on podcasting doesn't work. The tried and true, angry Jim Cornette-esque at the cloud. That's what get the ratings, guys. Tell me, is that what you want? Do you want the lovely, positive Mocha experience to be turned into a cesspit, a cesspit, or cesspit, however you want to put it, <laughs> a cesspit of negativity, trauma dumping about the show that we watch every week, like a life depends on it let me know put in the mocha chats we need more money
1: yes let us know wrestletalk.com forward slash support as of right now on wwe.com they still have it as roxanne perez and vacant are the nxt women's tag team champions so three fourths of the of the women's tag team titles in wwe are now vacant Uh, i
2: know what's gonna happen though get this yeah get this this is me like paraphrasing you want to talk about later a certain person's return that certain person loses to mandy rose but that certain person now becomes tag team champions with roxanne
1: and and to and to correct the chat i'm saying it's been eight weeks of their friendship that they have told us about they this started this started basically when roxanne perez debuted they introduced that she was friends with Cora Jade. Roxanne Perez has only been on this show for about two to three months. So it's a, literally an eight week, eight weeks of them being, they, it was six weeks of them being friends one week they win the tag team titles and then the very next week they lo- they lost the tag team titles. So it's not 3 weeks, it's not 2 weeks. I don't mean any of that. I'm talking about the entire story that could have been 6 months that could have been like Sat said a whole almost a full year up until WrestleMania season. They did the whole story of them being friends, then the, then winning the tag team titles and then the breakup over a course of 8 weeks. One more thing to add. Um Michael Hickenbottom
2: book of the year he of all people knows great breakup stories it's from drawn out experiences heck put in an NXT magazine Our Jade and to said having issues he knows about drawing out the experience going to talk show heck he should have recreated that moment you know it could have done that but for some reason I don't know who's behind the storyline why they, they fast-forward it so quickly I don't know who got bored <laughs> Oh, they panicked. Maybe it was the panic. Oh, the ratings not doing well. I right, just do the heel turn. Got a proper rating.
1: Got a proper rating with a heel Yeah, turn. but then what happens afterwards, man? This storyline could have been great. This is why I keep saying, people, for all the people that want to be like, oh, no, NXT 2.0 is in control by Triple H and Shawn Michaels. No, this has Bruce Prichard's fingerprints all over it. Uh, but like I said, we'll talk about more about Cora Jade as far as her being in the 20-woman battle royal. Speaking of the 20-woman battle royal, we got some promos after our opener with Janie McDonough and Cameron Grimes. First, we got backstage Nikita Lyons who says that everyone is going over the top rope. She says they can all bring the fight, but she's bringing the heat. Uh, Lyons says, Mandy Rose, we have unfinished business, so she's coming for the title. She tried to bring that, like, Mm, mm to nah, you know what? She had that A A wait A A
2: V. She had that African American vernacular speak. That's the way she was talking. I was like, Nikita, you've been <laughs> hanging around in the you've been hanging around with people of color during your time off. Is that is why you come up with that new swagger? When she was talking, I was like, girl, if I was wearing my glasses or I wasn't looking at the screen, I had sensory deprivation or wherever, I'd be like, yo, this black woman speaking facts.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, that to be correct, but what? <laughs> So yeah, the AAV. She, she just got Rayville Lago She got she got what Mike, Michael Jackson got. She got the Virgo. <laughs> she got the Virgo in the bottle. <laughs> she got that Virgolitis. <laughs> um, back from break, uh, we hear from uh, Tiffany Stratton backstage, who says, and I quote. I just find it so offensive that I have to compete in this battle royal tonight. Avi, I am like the only woman deserving of a title match. And if you can't see that, I am so sorry. It must be so difficult going through life completely blind of everything around you. Enjoy your pathetic existence underneath that rock while I go on to win the battle royal tonight. Sincerely yours, Tiffany stratton the next nxt women's champion give this woman
2: a group that's thing that's missing i feel like if they gave her a group she could focus on character development because right now i feel like because they don't have a secondary women's title and they've dropped this grayson waller association the second time they've done that She's kind of like she's got a few to Wendy Chu, but she needs someone to interact with. That's that's a character that needs a group or bodyguard or a second, you know, another female wrestler. Give her Ariana, uh, Ariana Grace, the daughter of Santino. She's not doing much. Give him, let, let her be a punching bag or something like that. Or even Saray. Saray have a head injury. She forgets who she is. <laughs> be her like, oh, I know, I know you're gonna hate that. Sorry, blasphemy. Sarai, just, I
1: don't, what happened to Saray? That was my notes. Lost? Did she get lost? Didn't she chase did. She did, she got man. Lost? She wasn't in. In this match, like, uh, that was a big, a big, uh, like glaring omission from the battle royal. But hey, it is what it is. Uh, backstage, Mackenzie, uh, after the Cora Jade promo, she's interviewing Zion Quinn about interfering in Apollo Cruz's match last week. Zion brings up Apollo, closing his eyes and seeing the future. See, it is a gimmick, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all thought we were playing, but we said that, so Apollo. Uh, but he's he didn't see that coming. ha, ha. ha. <laughs> uh, Quinn, Quinn calls himself the X Factor and says that he faces Apollo next week
2: can I can I say something yeah Xian Quinn and you're dealing with the x-factor Skim give me that song it'll be worth it Skim give me that song that'd be worth it give him uh uncle cracker
1: I know. <laughs> 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 yeah. can I sing oh we're gonna lose money no I don't think you were doing good enough but
2: go ahead <laughs> you're dealing with the mocha chats I got everything I ever wanted. I'll never give that back. I know you hate that mocha. You
1: never look at me like that. I said you would never look at me like that. Yeah. I know you're watching. That should be that should be uh Nikita Lions theme song. Um <laughs> She's trying to appropriate black culture, but she don't like the mocha. Um back from break Alexis, Texas. India indy hartwell uh says she's still searching for what she needs now that she's on her own indy says she can do it her own way and win the battle royal tonight can i say something
2: before we continue a lot of promos tonight i felt like they're referencing you because there's certain things you've mentioned and people mentioning in a promo because she mentioned that she slipped <laughs> She mentioned that she's still finding her way. I'm like, wow, they must really watch our podcast. Because later on, another thing was mentioned. I was like, oh, I wrote down the notes. It's coming somewhere. But I was like, oh, they're coming for SP3. I think Wade must have mentioned something. there. I was like, oh, yeah,
1: we'll get to it. Yes. We'll get to it for sure. Uh, Roderick Strong next versus uh, Damon Kemp. That was set up last week. Damon Kemp hits, hits a nice little Norman s- smiley around the world. Body slam at one point. He probably ner- learned that from Norman, who's one of the trainers in the Performance Center. But uh, Roddy gets control attacking Kemp's midsection. Kemp makes his comeback with a series of clotheslines and then a belly-to-belly suplex. He even busts out a slingshot spear like his name was Johnny Gargano, for a two-count. On the Titan Tron though, we see Tony D'Angelo calling out to Roger Strong and saying that his diamonds aren't shining too bright as the D'Angelo family is jumping the Creed brothers backstage. Damon Kemp looks like he wants to go to the back to help out his teammates, but Roddy takes advantage of this and catches him with a rising knee strike for the win. Decent match, but it was more about the angle at the end, setting up Diamond Mind versus the D'Angelo family. Uh, and then we got back from break we see the creeds uh, recovering from the beatdown strong approaches and says that they should have been able to beat them regardless of the numbers advantage <laughs> then damon kemp uh shows up and roddy yells at him for taking too long LOL. and then he <laughs> and then he screams in out in fake outrage saying that tony d started this and they will end it What did you think about the Uh, match and then that post-match there? And we had more later on, but what did you think about the match first with Strong and Cam?
2: They've made Roderick Strong unintentionally hilarious. With this outburst, where were you? Why are you so slow? <laughs> he wanted the victory so bad. You know that was was like, if I'm not number one, but I'm gonna be number two. Nay, Damon Kemp, eat my crust. You're number three. You stay number three. I'm number one in my head. I l- so, um, Damon Kemp, if you c- uh, made it concise, it was like a YouTube highlight of the match. He looks incredible. You yeah. put him in a whole match. The one thing he's missing, I put down, he's missing intensity and urgency in the ring. He's still finding his way about because when he does moves, oh, that's a great move. I oh, left it too long to capitalize. Now I want to know what's doing next. He is a former amateur wrestling champion, or he's got you know pedigree in that department. I want him to be explosive like the Creeds. That's the thing that's missing. He's nearly there. He's working it. He's pulling it together. But man just that's the only thing i'm missing Roddy wins Roddy wins f all of that Roddy wins <laughs> that's the most important thing and is legado really the, are they really gonna go with d'angelo in the end they've extended his storyline but to be honest i just want to i want to skip like a tv show can i find out when Sanders comes back does he keep his click his click does he keep his click
1: does he keep his click or are they going to put him under a mask like they did someone else on the show
2: oh Um, man when we get to it man he's going
1: to go back to to we're
2: going to we're going to talk about that 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 next part that um pharmaceutical um, drug
1: but also uh back from uh break later on in the show, McKenzie interviews Diamond Mind. The Creeds uh say it's on site for the D'Angelo family now. He's stealing lines from Eddie Kingston. Uh Julia says that Tony D has two choices now: they accept an eight-man tag team matchup, or Diamond Mind will hunt them down and beat them up. Uh and then before the 20-woman battle royal, uh, while Electra Lopez is making her entrance we go backstage to Mackenzie, who interviews tony d who says that lopez got this in the uh 20 woman battle royal and then Mackenzie brings up the diamond mine challenge and tony d accepts so we got the d'angelo family versus the diamond mine next week on nxt 2.0
2: julius creed is the best promo of diamond mine who would have it? he is though he showed he showed some nice intensity there and he knew where he, listen, his brother, bless him, stuck in the 80s. You won't got the diamond, but blah, blah, blah. But Julius, he had control. He had command. You know what? This storyline I didn't like in the beginning, but I'm seeing the vision now. This is young Rocky Maivia. And then you are Roderick Strongest Farouk. I see it now. I see the vision. I see what they're doing. I still hate it, though. But Julius, great
1: delivery. Yeah, Julius did really well. He's going to be a great leader Ooh, of Diamond when they put him in the right position. Um, really? You want him to be the leader? He hasn't really done, like, just the tag type. He's the leader. He's the leader. His athleticism is the reason why they're the NXT Tag Team Champions. But his promo, uh, put him over the top now, right? You're ready for it, eh? that, that, I was like, there yes, go.
2: please. King. He's king. Is this your king?
1: Is this your King. King. <laughs> Backstage, uh, we see Pretty Deadly are talking about cleaning their babies when they win the NXT UK Tag Team titles, their babies being the titles. Uh, they are dressed in cowboy garb again and say to saddle up, saddle up, boy. Um, we see Brakes and Jensen uh, and Henley are getting hyped for their ta- their title defense, and that leads us into the NXT UK Championship matchup. Uh Thumbs down for the CWC crowd. I haven't done this in a while. But chanting USA during a matchup for the NXT UK tag team titles? No. We're not in the 80s anymore, guys. I'm just saying. And also,
2: recent news. You'd kind of be ashamed to chant free letters at the moment when women's rights are being oppressed. We're not a political podcast, reportedly. But just say it.
1: Hey, we we are not here to talk about religion or politics. Accordingly, we accordingly. we are here we are here for fun. This is a safe haven here on the WrestleTop Podcast. I won't judge if he believes about dirt in private. <laughs> um, pretty deadly. Have a have on cow print turtlenecks, uh, crop tops, uh, and brown cowboy s pants. Great touch Rico um, will be happy Rico Constantino He would be happy With those look That's what they need They need a Rico They'll be great Rico man. Vic Joseph uh, Says Brooks Brooks Jensen Is getting ladies now And then he quotes Mambo number five that's relevant uh Briggs throws uh Prince to the floor where he crashes into Fallon Henley causing the babyface to get angry and giving Henley a shoulder a slight shoulder injury but this plays into the finish where Henley will get involved uh the finish sees Prince pass Wilson the NXT UK tag team title but he also passes the other one to Briggs distracting the referee Henley grabs the title from Wilson while the ref tries to take it away from both of them briggs uh briggs and jensen hit the high low on wilson for the win solid tag team matchup with henley being the difference maker for briggs and jensen but what did you think Sat?
2: solid that should be nice i thought I, I, it was a match most of my notes was about how the outfits of pretty deadly was nice and uh, briggs does a lively hot tag nice clothesline chop block from briggs and jensen i was thinking you just mentioned something it just dawned on me What if it's leading for Pretty Deadly to get female valet? Emilia McKenzie would be great. But if they have to ariana grace i'm gonna suggest for everything because santino's do i was gonna
1: say ariana grace fits in more with them because she has the modeling gimmick i heard people kind of suggesting her to be maxine dupree on smackdown but i say i I think jenny fits that better because she she's already going out with gunther they might as well travel together so and she has the fashionista gimmick so i think she would work better as maxine dupree and ariana grace you put her with pretty Deadly who's Maxine Dupree what have I missed is, are, you, are you telling Ma- me things I- Maxine Dupree is going to be the newest member of Maximum Male Models on Smackdown this week there's going to be a Max I, wait a Maxine so, Dupree Max
2: Dupree. Dupree Dupree wait Max Dupree has got a significant other uh, no, so that, I know like, I think that's his sister that's his sister Maxine Dupree I'm so Dios Mios
1: I'm confused and then who's rumored to be Maxine Dupree who's rumored well it's been more fan speculation has been saying that it's Jenny because Shani oh. hasn't been on NXT UK in a while.
2: Oh, because she's in Florida. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. How do we keep Gunther um, energized? How do we keep him on that diet? Before we knew Vader liked women too, he would have kept his diet. <laughs> so, yeah, get Jenny there. Gunther <laughs> will keep the diet going. Because if Jenny's in the United Kingdom, for may slide and Walter may come back. Walter, don't come back, sir. Keep the family pack at home. Guntas got the six pack, baby. <laughs> I get it. I, I see the vision. I'm there. Maxine Dupree. Dupree. I'm with it. Thank you for updating me. I've been watching WWE in a while. No worries. I got you. That's what we're here for. We encapsulate everything on on the Mocha 2.0 there's no alcohol I know guys you think I'm much more happy than usual this is juice I'm straight edge and my baby did dribble on me so this is my baby my child's with me everywhere
1: he is he is straight edge ladies and gentlemen i tried to get him to drink um in the park i'm a bad example uh in the park a lot we see nxt you nxt champion braun breaker arrives at the cwc um i i put in my notes here when is braun gonna get fined for always arriving so late to the arena like this has become his thing he always arrives like just before his segment like when never it? opening
2: the show. I mean, uh, never opens the
1: show. But when he does open the show, he gets his ass
2: whipped, then comes back later. Where is he? <laughs> He's like, Where's Wally? I swear this is gimmick. He's like, Where's Wally? Have you seen this guy? Have you have you have you seen this guy? Have you seen this asymmetrically impaired individual? Have you seen this guy? Have you seen the skinny shoulder guy? Have you seen the guy's head bigger <laughs> than his body? Have you seen him?
1: Uh, in the arena, we see Bron Breaker, he comes out to the ring he says that JD will pay for what he did to him uh, we see McDonough on the on the Titan Tron with a mannequin behind him, I thought I was watching Umbrella Academy for a second here and he was fine I, I love there. the reference, I uh, show but- too <laughs> but uh jD says that he's been watching braun breaker while he's been in the UK and jD says he will he's not like his other competitors that braun has faced before he will dissect breaker and he s- shows where he will tear the tendon from the bone on the mannequin i, I was so dumbfounded by this whole entire segment uh mcDonough says there is only, <laughs> this is only so much trauma that the human body can go through before or he can't survive breaker interrupts and says one day he will have to face uh he will have to face breaker and if he can't find his balls take some from the mannequin Ooh, good line uh Bron, Bron says Ron also says that uh, that he can rip his shoulder off because he will take it back and beat jd over the head with it so it seems like these two are heading to a showdown, probably most likely at this special event that's supposed to happen in August. What did you think about this exchange between McDonough and Breaker?
2: No, me, I always like to comment on little things. I enjoy how Vic and Wade pronounce McDonough the way we do. I say McDonough. You say McDonough. <laughs> Just, Vic says it the same way. I'm like, okay, it's an American thing. They look at it, you say, we say McDonough or McDonough. And you go, ah, he said McDonough. But yeah, I like that, they we, we encapsulated it. The Vic and Wade of the show, see it now. But more pressing matters. I may make fun of JD McDonough, but he's much needed in the main event scene. He's everything that this show has been missing or this title reign that Braun Breaker has been missing. So breaker Breaker's this unstoppable Superman hero, you know, you know, Hogan Cena type character, conquering all comers, even Roman Reigns in his early days, pre-tribal chief. Now you need a guy who you can 50% kind of believe, or heck, even 75% believe, or 35% believe on the other side, that he could potentially beat Braun without cheating too much, that he can wear him down. So they're establishing JD McDonough as a cerebro ass ass in so him going on to the mannequin it kind of reminded me of that basketball promo between batista and great Carly. lee i was like oh no they're going in an anatomy it never really goes well i was like mannequins don't have feelings mannequins don't have genitalia mannequins can't respond but yeah i like the jd mcdonough is trying to come across as a sick twisted seedy individual i live for it because Bron breaker needs it for his title reign the title the J, the scene is saved because now that cameron grimes is out of that scene who do we have now they need to like start cooking more people for the main event scene yeah but yeah
1: jd mcdonough chef's kiss i'm enjoying it so far yeah yeah and he bulked up a little bit too we've seen from his uh matchup earlier first but as much as he could he bulked up a you know what it's not even the fact that he's got a big head all it is his shoulders
2: are not expanded enough i don't know what the situation is yeah people saying body shaming i'm sorry is, is it body shaming when you state the truth or you see something it's like hey dude your head's bigger than your like your shoulder or, like your shoulder's right here but it should be he doesn't have he doesn't have broad shoulder i'm sorry okay he doesn't have broad shoulders but yeah good for him he's bulked out in other areas but he can never bulk out them shoulders
1: great line jd big donut (laughs) yes that's how i pronounce it um but and happy birthday hector i saw i saw that earlier happy birthday to you sir Thank you for joining us today for the live edition of the Mocha 2.0 podcast. Uh, back from break, uh, before Braun Breaker uh, comes out to the arena, we got Mackenzie interviewing Wes Lee, who says Trick Williams tried to blind him at Great American Bash, but now his vision is clear, and he wants to he wants another piece of Trick. But first, he says that Grayson Waller had a lot to say about him, so he's going to get some of this next week. So first is Grayson, then is Trick. And then he's back on his pack, his path to find himself. Still trying to find himself. I thought he would have said, then next, I want some championship gold. Next is Carmelo after that. I, but I hope that's where he tries to find himself. Uh, and we got a whole bunch of different uh segments after that. But no, go ahead. P- pause. Go on, SP3. I didn't think of that. Wesley for the title. Oh. I've been saying that for weeks, actually. I've been saying that uh, he he should he, after he beats great he should beat Grayson, then beat Trick, and then go for the for the North American Championship. That's a perfect kind of like TV North American Championship matchup. Well, pal, I got a question for
2: you. If if, if you know the E would you know they'll, they'll be, they went they went to sniffing over. We we've seen your partners uh, booking videos, and do you think you'd be inter- Would you be interested in getting your heart shattered for for six months? And shouted at.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't mind. I don't want really to get shouted at. As long as they're paying me, I don't get my shouted at for six months. And then how long?
2: How long afterwards would you do a uh, an interview? To do a tell-all, you know, a sneak peek? Oh yeah, it didn't last long. Oh, I respect everyone there, but yeah, sometimes you can't go about your ideas.
1: <laughs> sometimes, sometimes your ideas aren't listened to when you have a seventy-six-year-old who's more concerned with uh, other things. Um, reportedly, yeah. reportedly, reportedly. Accordingly, um, commentary talk about the feud and uh, move on. Uh, talk about the feud between McDonough and Breaker, and then they move on to the issue between Von, Von Wagner and Solo Sokoa. Uh, they show footage from last Friday SmackDown where Solo obviously was there to to probably see his family members of the Bloodline. Where were they? Uh, and, and, and then he gets jumped. He gets jumped by Von Wagner. Von uh, beats him up in front of the bill in front of the arena, and says, "This is the street champion." While Hello, I whoa. put the street champion on his apple. Guys, I say in. He put him on his peach. Put him on his
2: backside. Uh, I, I like, I like the Zinger, but again, Von Wagner, his delivery is just like he seems like a kind of guy. If you haven't read out a menu, you get lost reading out what he wants. Food for dinner <laughs> he just bless him just, just Mr. stone he's he's the only person that's got two managers why is he talking and,
1: and yet he's still cutting promos it's like yo use the the four managers you got like damn oh, yeah good. wade sophia cromwell mr and stone <laughs> Mr. Stone and Robert Stone like you damn. got a bunch of managers like Sheesh, uh, the genius like this yes. um <laughs> we see we see another Axiom vignette in comic book style for his debut which is <sighs> next and then we get Axiom versus Dante Chen Axiom's debut uh I, I think this will be this this will be the last time we're able to use this because this is his in-ring debut but yes our, our milk cartons worked. A kid has been found. He is he is Peter Parker now and Axiom <laughs> is Spider-Man. Uh cool entrance though by uh that makes Axiom look like he's moving in hyper speed. I like that. That was that was pretty cool. Uh but Axiom looks like looks like a more toned down dark syncara. You remember when Sincara versus dark sincara He looks no, like a, listen, slick, a a more toned dark sincara That would be nice, but I'm like Frego del Sol, walk One. <laughs>
2: no, no, the, the mask
1: and and the attire. No, and the mask, yeah, far. but the
2: arm sleeves. The the, the the like, I'm not gonna go into the build. I'm not gonna be that guy, but I'm just saying, how did the, the fit? Is there's something wrong with the fit? Is it? I feel like it's probably five percent off. It's nearly there. It just doesn't... It, it, how do you go from a guy... A kid has been found. A kid has returned. Her kid's entrance is kind of similar to Nathan Fraser. Poor Nathan Frazier. He has to do it in real life. He has to do that thing where he...
1: What's what's with all these? What is with all these uh NXT UK characters? You know they they are either really really smart, they're nerds, or like they were they, they used to play sports but they gave it up for wrestling. So uh I don't know. Uh Axiom hits a tornado DDT, a top rope crossbody, and then he follows with a jumping thrust kick to beat Dante Chen. He looked good in his debut, but like I do agree with you, the the fit just it looked. It's too much like too many different characters that we can name off here nothing just that
2: how do you turn a kid into some guy in a mask because even move movesets because a kid is known for being a hybrid wrestler so they went to him wearing a mask go do some lucha things or some axiom things so he did some axiom things axiom sounds like a pharmaceutical drug uh, is axiom giving him too much speed Lay off the speed, axiom. Lay off them drugs. Drugs are not good like, for a
1: kid. It's like it's like Carlton in the episode of uh, Fresh Prince right? when he asks when he asks Will for some caffeine pills. Yeah,
2: axiom, lay off the caffeine pills. Drugs are not good for a kid. But it's yeah. not good.
1: You'll wind you'll wind up like Jesse Spano, and you'll be like, I'm so excited! I'm so excited! I'm so scared.
2: So for real, though, can Axiom make it to the main roster? Will he get pushed for a month? Will he get associated with Rey Mysterio? Because, you know, he can speak Spanish as well, you know. And Maybe. any
1: mass wrestler seems to be associated with Rey Mysterio at one time. Or other mass superstars.
2: Will Bruce Prichard say, you got your Mighty Mouse? You got your Mighty Mouse? Will they give up on him by the end of the year? Yes, to all the above. But good luck to a kid. A kid's back. So I'm happy for that.
1: Uh, then we got a series of some backstage segments and vignettes. Uh, we got backstage, we hear from Lash Legend ahead of the 20-woman Battle Royal, who says she will win and she calls out Alba Fire. Then we got an earlier today where we see Gianni, Gio- Giovanni Vinci, a yeah, fan, asks him to take a picture, so he takes her phone and takes a selfie instead instead him. of taking the picture with the fan. That was great. Uh, Chase, U pulls up on a bus uh, and they've returned from London, but it's in the way of Giovanni's nice car, Thea Hale gets her fingerprints on the nice car, so I'm guessing we're going to see either Bodie Haywood or Andre Chase versus Giovanni Vinci next. Then we got a, a good a, one of the good things about these series of segments. In the par- barbershop, we have uh, Trick Williams and NXT North American champion Carmelo Hayes talking about being. Being tired from the melebration last week, they discuss Solo Sokoa, saying that he's got next, but he's got his hands full with Jan Wagner. Uh, they bring up Giovanni Vinci and Apollo Cruz. Mello uh, gets a text saying that Wesley has been talking trash about Trick on TV. Trick says he needs to be worried about his match next week with Grayson Waller. William says he knows one thing. Grayson's gonna lie and Wes is gonna cry Might as well watch the ending of Titanic Uh, Great line, great line for Trick as always Uh, Mello tells the barber to take care of uh, Trick's haircut He takes off his hat and we see that his shreds are a little crazy So Mello tells the barber that he's gonna pay him extra to take care of uh, Trick's hair that, that that
2: that was nice. No, no, you, you said it well. I got nothing to say about that. It's it's a great way for to, for them not to be on the show, but have them something to do. So I always appreciate seeing a little trick mellow action, baby. Yes, trick and mellow always uh,
1: always a nice a nice. Oh, bottom.
2: and Mellowverse, I like the mellow verse. That's good. Yes, are Your world. Yeah. You're in the mellow verse.
1: <laughs> I like great talks. So yeah. and Mellowverse They they seem to always be able to do that. Bust open the forbidden
2: door. Carmelo, Carmelo, Melibration, Melabration. Let's do it. Keep Corey away. He might get a little bit nervous. <laughs> Especially
1: around Trick as well and his girl. Stay away Reportedly. from my... Um... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, We get backstage, Mackenzie interviews Toxic Attraction about tonight's uh, 20-woman battle royal. She asks Mandy who has what it takes to get the win, and Rose says Tatum Paxley, and then tries to walk away. Uh, McKenzie tries to get more clarity on the answer, Uh, and Mandy Rose says, you asked one question, you can't ask for a follow-up. You said you had one question. Uh, In comes Ivy Now, who says she is going to get the win and take the title from Mandy kiana james interrupts and says she will end her reign but apple Fire interrupts her and says that she will burn mandy's toxic empire to the ground and that leads to the 20 woman battle royal so this was the main event of the evening so last call from mocha chats wrestletalk.com forward slash support as we're going to talk about the 20 woman battle royale after cora jade makes her entrance out comes zoe stark uh making her return and it was she was the person behind the barcodes apparently the 81011 meant eight eight months 10 days and 11 hours since she's been out with injury when she was a uh, she injured herself at Halloween havoc uh, one of the barcodes was havoc. Uh, that uh, yes. would represent yeah. for Halloween Havoc. And then the last barcode that played on this show was NXT Up Next before the Battle Royal. So it was Zoe Stark behind the barcodes that we were talking about a few weeks back. All the women surround Cora Jade at the start of the match, and she runs off to the back, and she doesn't show up until later because that's what WWE does in every Battle Royal. A heel has to be out of the ring for... The duration of the match and then come back later. Uh, Alba and Lash eliminate each other, continuing their rivalry. Tiffany looks like she eliminates Wendy Chu at first, but Wendy lands on her pillow without her feet touching the floor to get back in the ring. Yeah, that was that was shaky. They tried to compare it to Kofi Kingston. I was like, no. All of Kofi's <laughs> near eliminations were better. Um, after a few more eliminations, Kiana James eliminates the injured Fallon Henley. Uh, then Stephanie Stratton finally does eliminate True by nailing Wendy with her own cup. Uh, Katana and Kaden are working together. They eliminate Sol- Sloan Jacobs, Alexa Lopez, and then even Ivy Nile. But Ivy takes Katana out with her, uh, out with her after Nikita Lyons tosses her over the top rope. Uh Lions then hip attacks Caden out. Uh to katana and Kata- and uh Caden. I always get those confused. Katana and Caden are jumping now on the outside of the ring. So Tatum Paxley eliminates herself by doing a plancha onto katana and Caden. You could have done a suicide dive a tope suicida a gun on under the top rope. That's level three in the PC <laughs> <laughs> wait, you do. Wait, that. Wait, what's what's what's
2: harder to do? Actually, you know what? Try, yeah, that's level three. Cause to do a suicide dive without hitting your foot or trapping yourself takes quite a feat. That's level three. I guess Norman Smiley will teach her next month. I guess
1: so. Uh, Lindy Hartwell starts running wild on everyone, but when she goes for a big boot on Tiffany, Stratton pulls down the top rope and eliminates Indy. The final five are Zoe Stark, Tiffany Stratton, Kiana James, Nikita Lyons, and Cora Jade, who's still backstage at this point. Lyons eliminates James, but as she's eliminates James, Tiffany Stratton comes from behind and eliminates Nikita. I was surprised by that one. Uh, this leads to a showdown between Stratton and Stark stark Tiffany avoids elimination a lot better than, T- than Wendy Chu did earlier. Those near multiple times there. to skin the cat. Uh Zoe uh catches Tiffany on her handspring backflip, uh back elbow into a half and half suplex, and then she finally eliminates her. Cora Jade uh comes from the crowd to eliminate Stark, but Zoe is ready for her and backdrops her out of the ring for the win. Fun battle royal with a surprising winner the returning zoe stark post-match zoe stark stares down with toxic attraction who were sitting in the toxic lounge for the battle royal and commentary brings up that it was toxic attraction that took out zoe stark months ago and now she's back for revenge and going after the nxt women's championship what did you think about this 20 woman battle royal who stood out the most for you
2: I thought that this was all designed for Nikita to win. I mean, she's the first one to do the promo. Heck, she had a great showing in the match, uh, but she didn't win. Zoe Stark won. Yay, Zoe's back for many reasons we needed a women's wrestler that wasn't just starting out or you know that was part of the breakout tournament this year we need someone they can they rely on depend on she's one of, she was one of the last wrestlers to come out of black and gold you, you, I don't, it's kind of weird can you call her black and gold because it's kind of like being born in 1989 she's born in 1989 of the nxt black and gold but can you say your 80s baby can you say she's a black and gold child i mean she did have a tag title of il Shirai. they had the beginning of the cringy angle started with them actually you know in a diner for some reason you know she did she did a lot of cringy dialogues that was zoe then then when she got injured uh the only good thing i said about the injury was thank goodness i can get out that cringy angle they're putting together sucks that she was injured forgot that toxic attraction injured her as a little you know stokes to the fire but do they give the title to someone that's been gone for a long time because even when she was tag team champion zoe stark was still developing as a character because she's still just zoe stark she's a wrestler zoe stark she does moves who is zoe stark she just came back from a leg injury so if they gave her the title i could see people turning on her because she's not fleshed out she, you know besides the human thing with iosha Rai, unless iosha comes back a feud with her for the title but i don't see her winning because i still feel like they're just prolonging the key or two summer or maybe down the line i don't know but if zoe does win yay again because she's been there for a while but I don't know, because I feel like it's come out of nowhere. Is it going to happen next week or the week after? Or are they are going to build to it? But we'll see next week. But I'm happy she's back. Her new song's a banger. It kind of made me miss uh, Aleister Black's theme. I was like, yeah, Zoe. Inject that enthusiasm into my veins. I liked it, yeah. I was like, yay. And Kiana James in the uh, in the Final Four. Someone likes her. I mean, you know, she did wrestle in the AEW Dark a couple of
1: times before she got hired hey, Kiana James was the one that surprised me the most as far as uh as far as like the people that were in the final portion I expected you know Zoe Stark making her return to be involved in the final portion Nikita Lyons uh, Cor- I I said the, the new four horse of this NXT 2.0 is Tiffany Stratton, Nikita Lyons, Cora Jade and Roxanne Perez that's the new uh four horse woman that the, the new pillars of their women's division in nxt 2.0 i'm not saying they're as good as the original four horse women i'm saying those are the four they're building on they're, right they're now. better you know why they're better
2: because vince approves of it <laughs> that was triple h's four horse women this is a vince approved stable and also to answer your questions i didn't do it sorry because i talked so much
1: nikita stood out them kicks were kicking them suplexes oh, were suplexing kick- yeah, those kicks at the end. I would have said Tiffany Stratton. Tiffany Stratton was the MVP for for this battle royale for me because those <laughs> Listen, guys, we near eliminations and the way she gets her character over in every match she does. Nikita, I'm a, I'm a Nikita. I, 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 I do enjoy Nikita Lion. We, do. In the we rip, do, we do. Yeah, I, I completely jumped on the Tiffany Same. Stratton. Same. yes. You know what we have. The- we talked
2: about it. We talked about it in private and in person. We love. Tiffany Stratton. We know that Vince loves the blondes. Catnip for him. Oh, blondes. And and she's got a real sports background which they love. They love molding clay out of nothing. So she is the future. She might potentially be a a great below Bianca Bella in terms of outreach or whatever, but she's going to be a thing. She's going to be like Alexa Bliss, but with hormones and you know just yeah she's gonna hit she's gonna skyrocket guys watch it she's gonna be the future i'll be shocked if she's chasing the 24 7 title with our truth
1: yes so let's put our thumbs in the middle here for this edition of the nxt 2.0 from july 19th 2022 in three two one I'll go slight thumbs up. I'm going to go slight thumbs up here because, like I said, we got a Joe Gacy promo, (laughs) you got Tiffany Stratton in a promo, and and the 20-woman battle royale. You got the surprise of of Zoe Stark's return. So I did did enjoy this episode. I think it's because last week's episode was one of the worst I've seen since I've been starting to do this podcast, that this was a much better upgrade on last week for me even though there wasn't any great matches that really stand out the opener was probably the match of the night but i would say that overall the show was a lot more i i could handle this show a lot more yeah than last
2: a lot was happening you know you even have some decent in-ring action and, uh, and some quotables i didn't get to, a chance to say roderick strong said take off that stupid hat Maybe me chuckle and tony d'angelo saying fugazi tough guys <laughs> You know what, they need the dojo because they can't cut it in the streets. So there, it was a lot of entertaining prospects going on in that show. So yeah, I'm with you on that. A lot happened. I can't wait. It's Zoe Stark going to be the one to win the title. Tune in and find out next week or whenever on NXT 2. Bueno.
1: Set. i know you gotta do uh your your roll call so
2: let's get to it let's get to it ladies and gentlemen here in the mocha 2.0 podcast we like to appreciate our mods they're the hardest working people we know and you know sometimes i don't get the shout out so this is always saying thank you and we love you to so shout out to mod brother les shout out to mod brother paul the ladies call him baba shout out to mod brother chris and shout out to the mother of all mods ladies and gentlemen clap your hands for mud mother jenna blue wage well order 444 life thank you guys for always for your hard work
1: And Sat, got some Mocha chats in the chamber. Let's get to that. We do, we do, we do. Uh, We've got Hector,
2: Hector Rodriguez, who's been a member for seven months. And he says, it's my birthday, guys. What in God's name was this G Y V was fine as is. Now if it took like a creator wrestler, you only had five minutes to make.
1: Yes, they did. (laughs) Yes, they did. It was yeah. I don't I don't understand why they did this type of change. Uh, The the context is the thing that throws me off the most with it. But hey, they're not grizzled anymore. They're, no, definitely no, schism- They're definitely the die now. <laughs> they,
2: yeah, they died, they died hard. Die-hard two, die-hard three. Okay. Mayor Painsville Dan says, Hello, my favorite Jaggers. How's it going? Is it time for another NXT 2.0 review? Hit show. Sat, SB3, BWO. Loads of fantastic people on this fine Wednesday. I miss G Y V already, and that banger
1: theme. Yes, I'm gonna miss that too. My daughter says hi. Um, <laughs> hold uh, them, shake it. Um, uh, yes. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna miss G Y V. Period. They're not. They're no more. They're no more, Dad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, the, they, they
2: they sound like G Y V, but just spew a lot
1: of word salad stuff that don't make sense that's usually what the diet <laughs> diet and joe gacy do that's what they have they have adopted that from gacy but yes they, they,
2: they're ba- the bob Backlandisms. <laughs> anyway we've got tails p saying Cora. yeah i got this what a pittance froze belt away i don't know if she's hbk in the rockers or nash in the click the whole rumble, I was trying to think of a name for Fikishi since he was dressed as Almighty. A kid was found, but where's Boa?
1: Thank you, Tails P. Thank you, Tails P. That's a good question. I don't know where Boa is. Boa hasn't been seen since his feud with uh, Sola Sokoa. He's going to probably come back at as uh, Boaism or uh, Boki. Or... Do you know like his gimmick? Help me. I'm possessed. (laughs) It's not my fault. (laughs) I'm possessed. Wendy Chu gave me this curse. (laughs) Maybe he comes back as uh, Wendy Chu's sleepy older brother. No, you know, guys, I got it. Just make her Tiffany Stratton's
2: dog handler. yeah
1: because that works
2: <laughs> you know what yeah i can see people saying there's some racism will be involved in the storyline like they don't want to see him get berated as the driver bodyguard whatever yeah if it was 90s wwe you'd hear a lot of racist stereotypes thrown at his direction by tiffany if it was 90s vince russo yo bro it's, it's a is a is a yo it's a storyline yo i can't do his, i sound like flavor flavor just flopped at that impression
1: So yes, that we we talked about our kids for a little bit. Um... I'm not going to tell you my plans for the rest of the week because you'll hold me to it and I have kids and that plans may change and you may no, say no, yeah, that You can did it despite <sighs> me not doing it and you not confirming. So, how? what's your plans for the rest of the week, Seth? That's like you
2: saying to me, hey, how did that thing on Saturday go? Because I confirmed it to you that it was happening. Oh, It didn't happen. You did not check with me. This is what I say for the fourth you time did, in the week. You, did. you did confirm
1: that it didn't happen, though. You, you even had photographical evidence that Set made his return to the Wrestle Talk office for the second time. I'm over sick the of you. Um. Uh, you, this, you you put it out there on socials. I'm never, gonna be making my return. I'm gonna make my second visit to the Wrestle Talk podcast office uh next week. Hopefully I get to meet up with you and AMAC as well on that day again. So yes, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be taking the trek. I'm actually gonna take the train this time to the Wrestle Talk office. So I'm gonna be on the train for like two and a half hours. Of course, I'm not gonna make the trip going back. I'm gonna take a car going back, but See, I got to save money. I got to save money because I'm saving up. Mick Foley frugalness
2: is shining through. This is my brother. But at the same time, I've never known someone yet that is... As vicious as he can be. He goes in for the kill. I got I got I got baby brain and he'll still want to murder me on something. I'm like, dude, take it easy. I know you true. You'll heat guys. You love each other. Yeah, you talk smack to each other to your face and you're like slapping each other back. I love you. <laughs> I'm sensitive. Don't hurt my soul. I'm a British flower. I'm an English rose. Ruffle my feathers like a little petal. I fall.
1: I ruffle your feather ruffle your hair and stuff no i wouldn't i wouldn't dare Sat so would kick my ass but uh <laughs> yes i wouldn't kick his ass
2: i love and respect this guy too much he doesn't know that man like listen
1: hey like, i know i okay. know you have a you have a backyard wrestling background man you you uh, what would your backyard wrestling name before we sign off things tell the people sat swagger I actually dig that. So so that is, I'm calling, I'm hoping I remember that. I'm definitely saying it from now on. So this has been SP3 and Set E Swagger. (laughs) We are signing off until next Wednesday.